and we're going to chat to Joel Stransky in just a moment. But we spoke yesterday with Mark Keohane, a veteran rugby journalist out of South Africa. It was his view that if the All Blacks weren't willing to be flexible around the schedule and were you know, demanding guarantees around the certainty of the schedule, then they should pull out of the rugby championship and forfeit their points. Forfeit the rugby championship and just stay in New Zealand, go to the UK, isolate if they have to, and play the end of the year tour. Uh, they say they want it to happen, but only on their terms. It's got to fit in with what they want. You've got Argentina playing South Africa this week, and you've got Australia waiting in Perth to play the effectively the second game of the rugby championship. That seems to be very secondary to New Zealand's concerns. And New Zealand haven't looked at the tournament as a whole. They've come to the fore with player welfare. Those are the thoughts of Mark Keohane from yesterday. Uh, in the time since, South Africa have gone to the top of the rugby championship table with a 29-10 win over Argentina in Port Elizabeth in the early hours of this morning. They had Andre Pollard to thank largely for it. First five uh, Pollard kicking 19 points. They scored a couple of second-half tries, excuse me, and uh, Argentina actually had a man in the bin for... 10 minutes just before halftime and then after the final hooter as well. Let's bring in Springboks legend Joel Stransky, who works these days as a rugby pundit for Supersport in South Africa. Joel, thanks for your time, mate. Uh, let's talk about this game first. A 29-10 win on the scoreboard. How convincing was the win on the grass? Yeah, I, th- I think it was quite convincing. Um and if you consider how many penalties the Argentinians gave away and how well Andre Pollard kicked... Um, and the scoreline was probably a fair reflection of, of the game. I think it was a convincing win. But having said that, I'm not. I'm not sure it's um, it's the it's the type of convincing win we we wanted to see. I didn't think it was a particularly great game of rugby. Um, there was no real flow and no real you know attacking finesse. And um, as good a win as it was, you got to question whether the box have stepped up or Argentina are, are struggling a little bit at the moment. So what's your gut feel on that then, Joel, uh, of those two things? Let's start with South Africa. Uh, did, it, did you think it was a better performance than last week or not? I thought it was a better performance by Argentina, which which um, made it a bit tougher for South Africa, and it made it, um, it made it a performance that required a little bit more compared to last week, but not necessarily better, if that makes any sense at all. I, I think we were physical and hard, and we, you know, we forced them to give away a lot of penalties, and we forced, uh, you know, a couple of indiscretions at mall time, and they could actually have had a yellow maybe a little bit earlier. But at the end of the day, I think when you've got a, a one-man advantage for ten minutes, um, when you've when you've got four dominance like that, you, you've maybe got to do a little bit more. And I think the Springboks at times tried to move the ball around a little bit, but didn't but didn't really do it particularly well. And I think that's probably what will disappoint them. In terms of uh, the post-match, I heard C. Khaleesi say that uh, he, he thought that they should have perhaps capitalised more on, on some of the penalties that were given away close to the line. Uh, do you think that'll be one of the major work-ons as they as they look ahead to the next match, whenever that might be? So so I, th- I think the one thing you've got to give credit to in terms of the Argentinian performance was their mall defence. And I think that's probably what C. was alluding to, is that they had the box had a number of of, of mall opportunities down on the Argentinian line and and were not particularly successful when it came to setting them up, getting them moving forward and, and capitalising and that and that's maybe what they'll they'll want they'll want to be more clinical. But again, you know, you've got to give credit where where it's due. Argentina defended the mall fantastically well. Sometimes, maybe not 100% legally, and um, and as a result, it was more penalties and eventually a yellow card for Guido Petit. But 
but but they were gutsy and tenacious and 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 courageous, you know. And, and you've got to take your hat off to them. If if I was Sia and thinking ahead to the next game, and as you say, whenever and wherever that might be, it's uh, really is you know the unknown at the moment. I'd I'd be thinking they've got to they've got to find a way to score from those malls. You know, it's it's one thing to say let's be more clinical, but maybe they've got to just look at their technique a little bit and think. You know, when teams do defend well against us, how do we capitalize? And 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 also, you can't only have one major weapon. You know, you need you need a few more weapons, and I think that's what South Africa needs to build on. All right, let's look ahead and and well and maybe discuss what we know and what are the great unknowns. Uh, first of all, Joel, what have you made of the recent developments over this side of the world with New Zealand refusing to to go to Perth to play Australia next weekend? <laughs> it's quite. It's quite. It's. It's it's quite it's quite amusing in a way. So so it, there's a there's a part of me that understands their thought process because as soon as they leave, they don't know when they're coming back, and I and I understand that. But you know maybe the communications were um, not particularly fairly handled or well handled at all, to be fair by the sound of things. But but I think the reality is we we live in a world of complete uncertainty at the moment, and rugby is is suffering the 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 burden of uncertainty, and 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 the Springboks are in the same boat now. You know they. They were scheduled to leave for Australia tomorrow. That, that's been postponed or, or, or temporarily paused, cancelled, whatever you want to call it. They now are planning on leaving the country on Wednesday, but they don't know where they're going. Um, you know, if we if we read the 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 media today, there's a fair chance that everyone might come to South Africa. How that's going to work, I'm not 100% sure because we are very much a red zone. And then when everyone goes to Europe, there'll be other dramas. You know, so. Right now, we live in in this COVID world of complete uncertainty, and everyone needs to, you know, be be able to adapt very quickly, but to be able to uh, evolve quickly into a changing situation. And and for everyone, we, you know, we have the, the same challenges, whether New Zealand go to Australia or not, or wh- wherever they go. Hopefully, the games take place, and hopefully, they are wonderful games and and worth waiting for. Yeah, you alluded to my next question there, Joel, regarding South Africa and a potential hosting of the remaining games in the rugby championship. How realistic do you think that is? So I think it's very realistic. So the, the one thing that we did do during the British and Irish Lions series was we, you know, we learned how to host high-level um, rugby test matches in tough circumstances. And I say that because the the atmosphere around those British and Irish Lions tests was way more tense and way more stringent than it has been around the, the rugby championship. And I say that with all respect, but it was definitely a little more relaxed around the rugby championship compared to, and, and it's not that the protocols changed. It, it was just that the tension was was tangible, you know, when the British and Irish Lions were here. So I think what has happened as a result, we've got, we we are good at it. You know, if I look around that stadium this evening and, you know, the, the British and Irish Lions tests, we are good at it. So, I think um, we could do it in, in, you know, at the click of, of, of a few fingers. We have, um, and I wear my Supersport cap. You know, we we would be Supersport would would jump at the chance of, of broadcasting all the games. The stadiums would jump at having the games there, and um, the hotels and the sponsors and the support would be enormous in this country. And and we set up for it. You know, we are practiced at it. So it 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 would make good sense. It would it would make great sense. The only question I would then have is when everyone leaves here and goes to the UK for the year-end tours, we would have to think carefully about quarantine restrictions on that side and how teams get there, where they go through to, you know, to manage the quarantine situation, which again becomes another nightmare. So um, every plan probably has its own pitfalls, but I would think, you know, having it all here is 
would, would, would make good sense. Yeah, that sounds really promising. It, uh, it, it really does. Um, Mark Keohane, uh, a countryman of yours, has made headlines over this side of the world. He reckons uh, the All Blacks should forfeit the points in the rugby championship and, uh, and you know, if they're not willing to travel. Do you share the view? Um, no, I don't share the view. I don't. Um, I don't share that view at all. I think. Um, I think you know we, we live in a, in, a, in a in a time where you have to, you know, be tolerant of views and 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 if that was the All Blacks' view, I think we have to respect it. You know, I think they communicated it badly and um, and, and 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 maybe not at all. And maybe that is the issue that that they you know they need to you know front up and face. But but I think. South Africa chose not to go to the rugby championship last year because of you know reasons um, applied to us or put on us or brought upon us by by COVID nineteen and 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 New Zealand in the same boat you know and 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 I think the fact that they've said you know we don't know if we leave now we don't know when we can come home I mean we would all be you know uncertain in that type of situation so I think we have to you know we have to just understand and. Um, you know, show some compassion, and but but we need to move forward. You know, now we need a plan, and then we need them to commit to the plan. Always great to get your thoughts, Joel. So articulate, so reasonable as well, and your and your thinking. Really appreciate you joining us across New Zealand today. Oh, it's only with pleasure, and uh, and hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll have some some rugby in the in the next few weeks again. Let's let's hold thumbs. Indeed, thanks, indeed, Joel. Joel Stransky, there, Springboks legend, heartbreaker in nineteen ninety five.